Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello listeners, it's Daz here from Pint of Football and I'm going to be bringing you some fresh content today. This is The Ground Crawlers Live. Um, Anyone who's checked in with any of our previous Ground Crawlers content, you'll know that it's usually me and Tom reviewing some of the ground hopping trips we've done over the years. So if you haven't checked those out and you're listening for the first time, please give it a go. Today, I'm going to be doing a first live one I used to always write a blog when I went to new football grounds that I've not been to before, but sadly I haven't got the time to do that anymore. But I thought if I could at least record a few notes of what I get up to while I'm at the grounds, it might make a good addition to our podcast. This afternoon, I'm here at Stone Alderlanians versus Litchfield City, and it's a really good one for me to start with because Stone Alderlanians are actually playing at a new ground this season. After their ground, Wellbeam Park, there's been some uh, dispute with the owners of the ground. Not sure of the exact politics of it, but I know that Stone Alderlanians decided to look at Mia, KA's old ground, to come and move to rather than staying where they were at Wellbeam Park. You can definitely look into the reasons, the politics, the logistics of why all that happened. But that's not really for me to talk about at the minute because I'm here to watch some football. And we've got some Midland Football League action. Since I've lived in Staffordshire and the local region, Stone Alderlanians have actually been in three different divisions. When I first came across them, they were in the West Midlands Regional League Premier. And then when there was a restructure... A few years back, Alderlanians moved into the Northwest Counties League, Division 1 South, I believe it was. And after another restructure, which happened during COVID, not because of COVID necessarily, but just during COVID, the Alderlanians team moved again 
And um, I must say, being in a league called the Midland League definitely suits them because they aren't Northwest County's team, in my opinion. I spent quite a lot of time following them from afar because the same season that they went into the Northwest County's first division south, I was volunteering for Stone Dominoes, who also ground shared at Wellbeing Park over at Yarnfield, and I was one of the match day um, helpers, and then also took on the role of secretary when they struggled a bit. There's um, a lot more that I could say about that topic. As everyone knows, Stone Dominoes did end up folding. They ended up being non-existent in, in an adult form. Still continue to have youth teams, and I believe they are looking to set up a Staffs County League team in the near future. But for now, Stone Alderlanians are the only semi-professional team in Stone. And that's why I've come to see them again today. It's the second time I'm seeing them. I watched them beat Stone Dominoes in a couple of derbies a few seasons ago when that happened. And Litchfield City, who are unbeaten so far this season in the league, I saw them a few years ago as well, probably about five or six years ago, in a local cup match against Sporting Calsa, another team who I follow avidly. Went to watch them at Litchfield and Calsa won 3-0 on that day, I think it was. So, in terms of my previous visits, it would seem as though Stone have the upper hand because I've seen them play and win twice, whereas Litchfield I have never seen win. But as I say, they are unbeaten this season, so they've got to be considered favourites as a neutral I'm going to go check out the game, check out the ground, check out the bar. I'm not sure what sort of state it'll be in. It's starting to rain quite heavily at the minute. I'm obviously, as always, not prepared for bad weather. I'm wearing not waterproof clothing and my shorts. But I'm going to get cold, get wet, hopefully find somewhere sheltered so I can carry on the recording in a bit. So we're underway, just kicked off a couple of minutes late because there was um, a few youth team under 10s or something along those lines having the pictures taken with the players, which is really nice to get things kicked off in this second place versus mid-table clash. Litchfield, of course, are the second place team unbeaten, as I mentioned earlier, and they're chasing on the heels of Hanley Town, who are just at the other side of, of Stoke, and they're also in action today. So it could be a big game, because if Litchfield lose and Hanley win, I think they'll go seven points behind, which 12 games in is, is quite a lead for any team. I know Hanley have had a lot of money put in this year, a lot of big wages on big players, but still got to get the results, and Litchfield are trying to keep as close to them as possible at this early stage. My prediction for today's game, I think it'll be 2-1 to Litchfield. I think Litchfield obviously go in as favourites as as unbeaten team in the league. They've only lost one game this season. That was a cup game, FA Cup game, qualifier against Nuneaton, which isn't a huge shock. Litchfield a few leagues below Nuneaton. And obviously Nuneaton quite a reputable team 
former conference team. But yeah, good first impressions. It's um, a very charming old ground is probably the nicest way to put it. The strangest feature for me is that the main stand, red seats all the way along it, is actually behind the goal. And having the main stand behind the goal in non-league isn't necessarily a rare thing. I've seen that before. But to have it to run from corner flag to corner flag almost is quite, quite something. Looks, looks quite a mighty little stand. I'm not sure if that's the red seats were possibly, I guess, donated by Stoke City at some point. But that's just a guess. If anyone knows, I'd be interested to know if that actually is the case. Fans, fairly well stacked in attendance for a game of this level. I don't know how many there is exactly, but I'd say it's got to be around the 100 mark. It's hard to tell because it's raining, so everyone's just piled into the smaller standing area on the halfway line. We're about three minutes in and the only real things to make note of of the match so far is that there's been two free kicks for Stone in the Litchfield opposition half. One's just been taken now, but as it stands, no chance to follow. Litchfield have the league's top goal scorer playing today. He's got 14 goals in 15 games, which is really incredible. That includes cup games, of course. But I think Stone have got a chance. They've definitely, in the first few minutes, looked more lively. In fact, they might have a chance here. Number 10, no, scuffs it straight at the keeper. I think on a, on a better pitch, he might have had a better strike. So yeah, here we are. We're at the game. It's on. The rain definitely isn't bad enough to call it off, which is really good. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the first half. Halfway through the first half, we're about 27 minutes in, and Stone have just won a penalty right in front of me. Left winger had it, looked to cross it in, and I think it was a late challenge in the box. Litchfield uh, saying it was a um, contentious one, as, as you would when you concede. Just seeing that Hanley, who are top of the league, are losing 1-0 against Lye Town. So both of the two remaining undefeated streaks in the league are looking a bit suspicious at the minute. Stone about to take the penalty. And there's about 70 fans here. Will they get the goal they deserve? Because they have played well so far. They've read the look a little bit, but they've played well. The action hasn't been too much near where I am behind the goal. But most crucially, it's when there's a penalty. And here we go. It's about to be struck. Oh, 1-0. Dead. Goal for Stone, Alderlanians. And that's definitely going to cause Litchfield to want to spring into action. As I've already mentioned, they have got the league's leading goal scorer in their midst. I think he's playing as number seven today, Jack Edwards. So he's going to need to continue to contribute to the mass amount of goals he's got already this season. Can he add to it? It's worth mentioning that the pitch here 
as you'd expect for a, a ground that hasn't been used for years, the pitch isn't in great nick. Very bumpy, very hilly, particularly in the penalty area here where I am. A lot of the grass that's still on its way to grow in back, which will be helped by the, the rain at the moment. It definitely is a very well-worn ground, but that's no disrespect to the club or in fact whoever owns the ground because it has been ultimately a disused in semi-professional and professional standards at least for a few years since Mir folded. So you've got to give credit to both the club and the ground owner for getting it up to league standards. I think they've just done that. <laughs> I don't think they've pulled any um, extras in, but that's, again, no disrespect because it was quite a last minute decision, I imagine, based on what's been going on over at Yarnfield for them to make this move. So you can't knock it at all. I know a few years ago, well, probably a lot of years ago now, probably about 10 or maybe more years ago, Stone Dominoes did actually ground share here as well. It's not the first time a Stone team has moved over the Stoke border to use a ground, the, the ground at Mir, but it definitely serves its purpose. There's plenty of seating. There's a few hilly uh, areas at the sides for people who want to stand under the conifer trees and watch from there. And as I'm speaking, Stone have won themselves a corner. They have a potential opportunity to get a second goal. The Stone Old Elanians, number 10, the short poacher, just had a quick glance over at me. Is he going to be the one to make the difference? It's, ooh, it's fired in. It's still loose. Goalkeeper picks it up. Goalkeeper took it well after a header from the Old Elanians defender. And now Litchfield have the chance to break. About seven or eight minutes to go to half time, and now there's a penalty for Litchfield. Slightly against the run of play, actually, but Jack Edwards, number seven, managed to pull off a great run. And after his shot was initially saved and fumbled by the keeper, the aftermath led to a penalty. About to be struck here. And as you can probably hear, that's one all. It's going to be a great second half. Still could be more goals in the first half, to be fair, but I think it's going to be a good second half. Let's see how it pans out. Almost an hour in, and Litchfield are leading 2-1. Their captain with the second goal, and he's looked pretty formidable in the second half. He also had a really good run down the right-hand side, almost touching the line of the pitch as he did so. Ran all the way through, set up his mates, but no, it wasn't to be a third. 2-1 it is at the moment. I'm just sat behind the goal. The main stand, as mentioned earlier, with the red seats. It's a lot of um, greenery growing through the cracks down the sides, a bit of moss on the wall, but it kind of looks like it fits the style of the ground that has obviously been closed for so long and now is reopened. Very much reminds me of a Western League ground down in the west part of the country, the southwest, where they've got quite a lot of what I'd call 
shabby but characteristic grounds. Not the biggest, not the hugest crowds, but they very definitely have the character about them. Nice row of uh, conifers down one side. And overall, the ground is quite well sheltered by the trees. I'm expecting a Stone Old Galanian's corner at the minute. Be a great time for them to equalise. There's just half an hour left now. Free kick going to come in. It's well struck. Oh, you probably heard the ripple as the strike after the free kick hit the Litchfield defender in a fairly fairly vulnerable area, safe to say. Not sure if it was his gut or the old nutsack, but either way, when it's this cold, it's certainly got to do some damage. There was some very contentious stuff going on there. Stone broke, knowing they're 2-1 down. Not much time left, last few minutes. And the sharp number 10 appeared to just beat the keeper to the ball. And definitely the number 10 went down, whether the keeper touched him or not. It was a very fast-paced move. Ref said no, and then the following shot from quite a narrow angle really flew over the bar but oof, that was tasty not long to go and still 2-1 to Litchfield from what I can see online it looks like Hanley is still drawing 1-1 with Lai so if it stays like this the points gap will be closed quite nicely to two points which gives them every chance to leapfrog Hanley. I knew it'd be a close game. We saw just a few weeks ago the reverse fixture and that was 3-2 to Litchfield against Stone. But obviously Stone haven't been outplayed today, definitely not. And they also weren't outplayed last time, only 3-2 against the one of the unbeaten teams, one of the front runners in the league. As I say, it's been a good trip to the old ground of Mir Ka. Good to see it being used. 2010, I believe, was when the official semi-professional Mir Ka club folded. So it's nice to have it back and playing. Nice to see the floodlights on, albeit only five of the six sets for some reason. The lamp bulbs on the sixth fixture aren't attached at the moment, so maybe uh, yet to be installed. Thankfully there's enough light in that corner without it. And obviously the one thing you got to say is um, the clubhouse or the bar is actually in better shape than I expected. It's better than some of the ones I've been to at this level. Obviously the big downside is that there are no um, draft pumps, so it's all cans and uh, bottles, I had a, a Budweiser. But apart from that, yeah, not in bad nick for a once vacant club. And you've got to say the game management of Litchfield has been really good. It's particularly from the goalkeeper who has shouted throughout the whole match. You'll have heard him in most of these snippets, I'm sure. The time wasting has been there when needed. They've been calm on the ball, they've been calm off the ball. 
they've seen out some good attacks from Stone. Obviously, they've conceded a penalty early doors, went behind, responded well with their own penalty, and then went 2-1 up through their captain. But yeah, you can see why these guys are right at the top of the pile. And I think against any other team, certainly some of the ones around them, Stone probably would have picked up three points today. They've looked decent, decent value. They've had shots, they've passed the ball about. They haven't looked overrun in any particular area of the pitch. But ultimately, Litchfield have done enough today, I think. They're definitely going to maintain their unbeaten run. Whether or not they'll get the win, we're still yet to see. We've got a few seconds left. And just moments after I said, I think Litchfield are going to hang on. Yeah. The Elanians have completely folded now. And just as I'm speaking, Keeper continues with his game management plan. He's caught the ball, he's gone down in a heap, and he's spending, well, I would say the full six seconds, but I think he's actually spent about 12 already. <laughs> Referee happy to give him the leeway. The whistle goes and it finishes 2-1. Off to the Roebuck for a pint. Made it to the post-match pint at the pub. Wanted to end this poddy by saying thanks to anyone who's tuned in. Stone fans, Litchfield fans, non-league fans or some of our regular listeners. Just a reminder that if you've enjoyed this live ground crawlers episode you'll definitely enjoy some of our other content definitely recommend in particular lost clubs the second episode of the series is actually called falling like dominoes and covers the story of stone dominoes a good story to check out not a happy one but a good one and in the meantime i'll see you at the next one Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.